What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Said toxic traits, said toxic people, y'all. We, You know where we at. Today's episode is going to be about how do narcissists feel when you ignore them? How do they feel internally? How might they act once you start to ignore them and cut off access and stop giving them energy? So a lot of people will describe <laughs> a lot of people I've heard in my comment section, whatever, will describe narcissists as energy vampires right they would literally describe the narcissist the person that they're dealing with as an energy energy vampire and i tell people if they are energy vampires you got to cover up your neck you got to stop exposing this part of your body to them if they're energy vampires and they bite your neck and they sap you of your energy like a vampire will sap you of your blood you got to protect your neck i don't know if it requires wearing a turtleneck all year round walking around like this whatever it takes to protect protect that neck do it you see what I'm saying? Because if they are going, you have to protect you. You have to protect what's valuable to you. And when you're dealing with a narcissist or a toxic person, the things that the thing, the, mo, the thing that is most valuable to that narcissistic person is going to be access to you, getting reactions from you, controlling you. So um, when you cut off access, when you ignore them, a lot of times when you go no contact with them, it's going to irritate the hell out of them. It's going to make the, a lot of times it's going to make them scared and or angry because that fear that comes, that fear, that paranoia that comes from deep internally within that narcissistic person is going to make, probably make them start to act irrationally. They might like, like if you start ignoring their phone calls, like this is what they're not, this is when you go no contact or no response. And if you don't know the difference between no contact and no response, no response is still when you haven't blocked them, they can still message you. They can still call you, but you are just ignoring them. They can, you still, you still see the messages coming through and things of that nature, but you're just ignoring them. No contact is when the access is completely cut off. But I feel like ignoring them is kind of the big umbrella of what the, of what both are under. So this is the umbrella of ignoring them. No contact and no response are both underneath the umbrella of ignoring the narcissistic person that you might be dealing with. So once you start to ignore them, like that fear and paranoia, of them losing control of you and someone else gaining control of you or you moving on to someone else might make them start to act irrationally. Keeping it real, okay, I'm keeping it real with you, being absolutely 100 with you. They might make you start, to, they might make that narcissistic person, toxic person, whatever, start to behave and act irrationally towards you, which is this, which is not necessarily gonna be the safest thing. They'll start to like, even if they're blocked, they'll start, they'll keep calling you. They'll keep texting you. They'll start emailing you. They'll start trying to circumvent the ignoring. They might pop up at your house. They might pop up at your job harassing you and things like that. They might be popping up at the gym. They might pop up at the gym and like be walking on the job. They might pop up at, at your local gym. They ain't worked out in 17 years, but somehow they pop up at your local gym and you see you walk into the gym and you see them on a the treadmill. They're walking on the treadmill. It's staring a hole in you. They're not burning calories. They're burning a hole in you. They want you to. They want you to acknowledge them. They're just walking towards you like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're they're stationed. They're stationary because it's a treadmill, but they're walking towards you it's like menacing. It's kind of like Michael Myers. They're training to be like Michael Myers or somebody. Like they're tra training to walk after you. 
that stalker wild behavior, y'all. If they pop up at your gym to get your attention or to try to get you to talk to them, hey, I tried, I tried your house, I tried, I tried your work, you know, like you weren't there, whatever. A lot of them will absolutely start to harass you and stalk you and get very, and start to behave very, very dangerously towards you. And that's why I tell people, you when you're dealing with a narcissist or type person, you have to protect yourself at all costs, y'all. You just do. You absolutely 100% just have to protect yourself at all costs because if you don't, they're going to take advantage of you. They're going to start to try to manip manipulate you or they're going to try to just exhaust you. Like that's why it's like ignoring them. Yeah, that helps. They can help you get past them. But when you're going no response and you're still reading the messages, they're going to keep sending stuff until you react, y'all. They want to get a reaction from you. And I tell this to people all the time, re any reaction from you is a win for them. You know what I mean? Any reaction from you is a win for them. And that's what I tell people all the time. If you are reacting to them, they are win they feel like they're winning. If you react like if they tell you that they love you, if they pop up on you, if they show up on you or whatever, you are they feel like they are winning this battle against you. So you have to empower yourself. You have to protect yourself. You have to protect your peace at all costs. So when you start to ignore them, go no contact, no response. Typically, they're going to try to exhaust you or just make you feel like you, they're going to try to exhaust you or make you feel like you are covered in this big ass blanket of toxicity. They're going to try to wrap you in that blanket. They're going to try to get back, like I said, in the energy vampires, they're going to try to get back to that neck. You got to protect your neck. You know what I mean? You have to cut off access. You have to guard your weak points. And when I say guard your weak points and cut off your neck, it's really just an analogy for protecting your peace because they're going to start to say and do things that they know that might set you off. Because if you've been with this narcissistic person for any sustainable amount of time, they're going to know your triggers. They're going to know the stuff that sets you off. They're going to know the things that, you know, make you tick. They're going to know the things that make you cry. They're going to wait till your birthday to reach out. They're going to wait till you, you do something. You have some kind of major achievement before they reach out. They're going to do something to try to separate themselves from the pack again and to come back into your life. Especially, especially y'all, if you have kids by them, y'all, I'm just telling you right now, if you do not have kids by the narcissistic person that you're dealing with, do not have kids by them. If you don't have, if you have kids, I know we're here, but if you don't and you're considering it or they tell or they're trying to talk you into having a baby and you feel like the relationship is toxic, a baby will not fix your relationship, y'all. If anything, the baby will make your relationship worse because they require more attention being taken away from that narcissistic person. They require more attention, more affection. For The babies require more attention and affection. They're going to make the narcissist probably act out more aggressively towards you and may perhaps to that child. You see what I'm saying? They become jealous of their kids because the kids are getting the supply that they want so much. The kids are getting the validation and the attention that they want so much. So having a child will not fix your relationship and it'll actually allow this narcissistic person to feel like they have access to you for the rest of your life. So think about that before you sit here and have a baby from this point going forward with a toxic ass person. You know what I mean? You have to think this stuff through. I know people don't want to hear this type of stuff sometimes when I'm talking about it, but you absolutely have to think this type of stuff through because if you don't, you're going to get your face played and you're going to feel silly later on in this dynamic. So if you decide to ignore them and try to make it, let's say, to me, I know you. a lot of people, it's very, very difficult to go no contact because there are kids and other stuff involved. You might, you know, there's things involved that maybe can't go through a third party. I understand that. So you got to kind of sequester them or funnel them to a parenting app or just one form of communication, you know, and don't let it be phone calls. Let it be text messages, text messages or emails 
or something like that, or their parenting app that monitors all forms of communication because they want to communicate with you in person. They're trying to get you in person. Like narcissistic people, when you start to ignore them, they're going to act, they're going to start begging you for closure. You didn't give me closure. You don't talk to me. You never loved me. You never cared about you, cared about me. They're going to try to make you feel guilty for choosing yourself. And you should absolutely not feel guilty about choosing yourself. That is false guilt that you feel. If they start pandering to you, just saying, please take me back. You never loved me. You never cared about me. You, di you didn't give me, you didn't give me enough chances. You didn't give me time to grow up. I know we've been together for 15 years, but that's not enough. I needed at least three more years to grow up. I know I'm 40, but I need some more time to grow up. No. How much time are you willing to give this person, y'all? Sometimes it's been, like I said, I know no, the difference between, I like, no contact is better than no response. Both of them, both of them are ignoring the narcissistic person. But like I said, you have you if you start off with no response, I feel like you need to graduate to no contact sooner rather than later. Because like I said, they're going to start saying and trying to do things that set you off. They're going to start start trying to say and do things to get you to get you to react to them, to get you to respond to them. They might threaten. They might actually um, start to threaten. They might actually start to threaten their own life. Or something like that. It might have started to threaten. Uh, if I can't have you, I don't want to be here anymore. Emotional manipulation. Make trying to make you feel guilty, y'all. And that, does it work? Yeah, it works all the time because people don't want to. People don't want to have the thought of somebody taking their own life on their conscience. But I always tell people if they threaten to take their own life and just it's just so happen they're serious about it. Do you actually think that they will leave you here to live your life in peace? No, they're going to annihilate you. And then take themselves out of here. They're going to annihilate you, take themselves out of here, and then your family will be left with all these. Uh, the family will be left with a funeral, funeral cost or whatever, because you couldn't, you you fell for that emotional manipulation. That's what I'm telling y'all. You have to protect your peace. You have to protect your kids' future, your family's future, your peace and whatnot. So ignoring them and going no contact sometimes is better. Like, sometimes you might actually have to get a restraining order, y'all. You know. Sometimes you might absolutely actually have to get a restraining order. Sometimes you might actually have to go out here and do things like that to protect yourself. Because if you do not, I'm telling you, they're going to try to get a response from you. They're going to keep trying to exhaust you, pop up at your job. I, I've heard of people getting fired because the narcissist, they start ignoring or going no contact with the narcissist, and the narcissistic person. And the narcissist starts harassing and calling them at work consistently. So much so that the job fires them because the, the narcissist is harassing them. They can't get, they can't get any work done because the toxic person is harassing them, calling, showing up at work, disturbing customers. If you have them, they're just doing a lot of stuff to just try to disrupt your peace. And like I said, they, they, they won't give up until they get that one last conversation until they, until they get there to cry in front of you, until they get to see you face to face. They almost always will try to get you face to face. Y'all, I deserve one last face to face conversation with you. If I ever meant anything to you over the last six years, you will give me one last conversation, face to face conversation. No, you don't. Y'all. You don't have to give them anything because when they say you, you have to give me something, they are still taking ownership over you. They'll make it, they're taking dominion over you make to make it seem like you are ordered to do whatever I want you to do. You see what I'm saying? Even the language says that if you ever cared about me, you have to meet me. That's them still directing you, still telling, telling you what to do. You see what I'm saying? What are you, so what are you willing to do? Are you going to sit through this? You're going to give in, go have one last conversation with them and end up back in a toxic ass situation that you don't want to be in anymore. So how do they react when you ignore them? They fight for what they care about. I'm never going to stop fighting for what I love. 
in a whole, they, while, they, while they're in a whole new relationship. I'll never give up on you while they're clapping somebody else's cheeks or getting their cheeks clapped by somebody else. I always want to come back. I always come. We always find ourselves back together. Maybe later on down the road, we can meet and we can talk and we can come back together. Rabble, rabble, rabble. They'll do that type of stuff all the time, y'all. So you have to truly empower yourself. You have to you know, be as strong as you possibly can. Take your power back, y'all. No, ignoring them might set them off. So you have to protect yourself. And do not be, if you have to, y'all, do not be afraid to get a restraining order or a protective order because, and don't feel bad about it because I don't want to ruin their life by getting a restraining order. You are not ruining their life. You are choosing yours over theirs, which is you, which is fine. You're not ruining their life. They should leave you the hell alone. You set your boundary. Leave me alone. No, I'm going to keep popping up on you. Restraining order, please. It's not on you, y'all, to keep them on this planet. It's not on you to keep them on this earth. I'm just telling you, it's on you to protect yourself, to protect your peace. And then, like I said, ignore them for as long as you possibly can, but go in no contact, call on the police, get in the support system. All this stuff helps you, y'all. I promise you. But you have to empower yourself to be able to do that, y'all. Whew, I know I rambled on this video, y'all, but I had to get that out here. Though, if you decide to go no contact to heal, do that. Don't feel bad about it. Anyways, the self-love journal is available on Amazon. My self-love journal. I made this, y'all. I love me a self-love journal by Lee Hammock. The link is in the description or the bio of everything I post. Or you can go on Amazon and search Lee Hammock self-love. I truly appreciate every single one of y'all. I'm super grateful, super thankful for y'all. If y'all have already purchased the journal, hit a five-star review from Amazon. Please, please, please. I'm begging you. Please, if you really ever love me, you'll leave a five-star review on my Amazon <laughs> on my Apple Music. Anyways, y'all. Y'all all best with y'all. I'm super grateful for every single one of y'all. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, mental illness is out. Peace.